What is up, football fans? Welcome back to another episode of Pound the Pigskin, where it's all football all the time. This is your host, Steve Hillen, along with your fellow football host, Alex Ruiz, Matt Kozinski. Gentlemen, we are on the clock tonight. There it is. We are doing our annual mock draft. We only put out one. We don't put out 50 versions. We put out one mock draft where we do it live. Group effort. Uh, so we have to make adjustments on the fly because we don't know what picks uh, the three of us are making. So it actually turns out to be a much more um, interactive, unplanned mock draft than these guys who put them out there on the internet. So that's what we're doing tonight for our show as we get that much closer to the NFL draft. It's only eight days away. Uh, so we will get into all that. But as we always do, we will start off with our drink of the night brought to you by our buddies at String Sports Brewery. Uh, I don't have anything special. Orange Blossom um, uh, Pilsner is all I've got. Now, Alex, you've made yourself a cocktail. Oh yeah, I I I poured out the rest of that Casanoble, uh, in my cup, probably about four four fingers worth. Good lord. Uh, yeah, buddy. Um, and I I mixed I mixed it up. I I turned it into a tequila sunrise, a little bit of Sprite, orange juice, and some grenadine to go with it. Okay. Sounds fantastic. So, Al, yeah, I told, I told Alex. I said that's that sounds like the. Uh, the, the winning pool drink cocktail for the for the day three of the draft barbecue cookout. Yep, yep, yep. So, Matt, what do you got? Matt's probably, Matt, are you drinking one of those um, THC-infused um, drinks in honor of 420? Uh, kind of. <laughs> How did I know? Kind of. Wow, that was really hard to guess. No. No, I got um, I got a very, very, very big go-to beer for me. Okay, and it is uh, Sweetwater, four twenty G thirteen IPA. There you go. Okay, so he's got the four twenty in there, um, in honor of uh, National uh, Toke It Up Day. Maybe you'll be listening to the show while toking it up. We don't know, but if you've got it, let it burn. So, with that being said, the show tonight is our annual mock draft this is how it'll go uh we'll each have a specific team that we have assigned where we make the picks we just kind of rotate so matt as has been mentioned in prior shows has the first pick for the jaguars um alex will pick second i'll pick third and then we rotate we don't stick to um, specific teams, meaning if there's a team that's got multiple picks, you don't make both the picks for them. We just continue to rotate the order throughout the first round. We make all 32 picks. There is no trades. Um, and then we see how it shakes out at the end. Now, one little caveat that I'm going to throw in this year is before you make your selection of the pick, I will have a question to pose to the selector before they make the selection. So that's the only little caveat we're adding is that okay. there's a question that has to be answered before the pick is made. Man, can I just back so I want to pick a guy, damn it. Was it is it a trivia question or what? No, 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 not a trivia question. Very very simple and, and it's gonna be pretty much the same question um each time, maybe with a little wrinkle here and there, but um no not a not a trivia question like who was the first ever, you know, Jacksonville Jaguars selected in the draft or anything like that. All right. um, but, yes, we're going to have just a little a little question before the pick is made. So I'm fine, I'm fine with that. I figured you guys would be. Um, but, yeah, we're going to get right into it. Like I said, this is the only one that we do. We don't believe in blasting out 30 of them or doing one every week for, you know, two straight yeah. months because there's just no value there. Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah, yeah. There's enough of the NFL to cover, and let's be honest, it takes a long time to fully, you know, evaluate and scout these guys to where you feel good about putting together a big board and making picks and all that stuff. So 
This is the uh, this is the appetizer Thank to you. the main entree that will be our predict the pick Thank you. show next week, um, which is obviously much more difficult. Um, but we will nonetheless try to predict each and every pick. That'll be a little different. We'll explain that um, next week. But with all of that being said, we're going to get right into it. Um, I mentioned Matt is on the clock with the very with the Jaguars pick. Um, so we will kick off our um, season three pound the pigskin mock draft. What? What? So Matt is on the clock with that little chime. You have the Jacksonville Jaguars pick. Before you make the pick, though, uh-huh. the question is, Will the Jaguars in real life on Thursday be making this selection? As in the first overall? Correct. Will they be making this pick? Uh, I believe so, yes. Yes. Okay. So, very simple question. Matt, you have the floor for your pick. Well, simple question. It's a very simple pick. Okay. Jaguars need somebody on... The opposite side of the field of Trevor Lawrence. They need somebody they can build around. They need somebody who can possibly be a superstar. They need a well-rounded player. Long story short, give me Aiden Hutchinson. All right, so Matt is drafting Aiden Hutchinson to the Jaguars in our mock draft with the first overall pick. I got you, Duval. As he mentioned, they've got the offensive building block time for the defensive building block. So that brings us to our second pick, which puts Alex on the clock. So Alex has the Detroit Lions with the second pick. Alex, do the Lions make this selection? Yes, I think the Lions do make this selection. Okay. And with that being said, who are you picking for the Lions here at number two overall? So I've seen a lot. Smoke screen coming out that they're they're really doing their homework on quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they're going to use the number two overall pick on a quarterback this year. Okay. Um, well, that being said, I think they address their defensive needs, which they have holes all over, but there are two primary positions that they need to work on. Sure. Um, and I and I think that they go ahead and they take Ahmad Sauce Gardner. All right, so Alex is taking – now, this is who you're picking. You're picking Sauce Gardner for the Lions. Yep. All nice. right, so he's got Sauce Gardner going two to the Lions. Uh, a couple of years ago, they took, obviously, Jeff Okuda number three, so they would essentially have their uh, their one-two punch at corner. Um, so Sauce Gardner number two, that brings uh, brings us up to the third pick, which is – Mine, the Houston Texans. So there's obviously a lot of ways that this could uh, this could go down. My humble opinion, the Texans make this pick at three. They need a lot of talent. I, I don't think anybody would argue that. Uh, I'm going to go with a guy who I think possesses probably some of the most talent in the draft maybe with some of the biggest upside uh, potential doesn't mean that he's the surest player um, when it comes to prospect, but potentials there. Um, this pick I'm going to take with the Texans third overall cave on Thibodeau. Okay. So okay. that will bring us now to Matt. You have the New York jets with the fourth pick and the question is are the jets making this pick if this falls the way it has now probably yes. probably not you what? think the jets are making this pick regardless no i'm saying if it if it stacks the way our draft looks like you say no they're, they're not making that's crazy okay they would i think they'd jump out of there you think they'd jump out of there um, if Hutchinson, Gardner, and Thibodeau were the first three? Mostly because Thibodeau and Hutchinson are gone. Gotcha. Okay. Well, crazy. 
we are not trading, obviously, so you have to make this pick for the Jets at four. So who do you got? Well, with all that said, <laughs> excuse me. Come on. There's two very trade. obvious choices for them. I mean, three very obvious choices for them. I'm going to go kind of not sexy. All right. And, uh, yeah, we're going to stick with the guy I originally was going to, even though I don't think the Jets will make this pick. Well, that's fine. You, this is what you would make at this pick. Give me Icky. Yeah. All right, so you want Iki Aquanu, the offensive tackle. Okay. Going number yep. four to the Jets. All right. So that puts us to the fifth pick, which falls on the other New York team, the New York Giants. Alex, you get to make this pick official. Um, after he makes that official pick, Matt, you can say whether you agree or if you would make a different selection here. But first and foremost, Alex, are the Giants making the, the fifth overall pick in a week? Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Okay. With that being said, who are you taking in our mock draft at five for the Giants? Now, I'm going to be very clear here. I mentioned yep. it on the show not too long ago. Yep. That the Giants were pulling a lot of interest and doing a lot of research on Charles Cross. Yep. Yep. I mentioned that and I mentioned it last week. I mentioned it in our group chat. That's right. They believe As he's the top pass right blocker. Now, Evan Neal is the overall better tackle he can he can run block he can pass block he can chop block he can get down the line when the right receiver needs a block downfield and he can do that yep i'm not saying anything negative about evan neal but they are eyeing charles cross and putting a lot of effort into him pre-draft because they know that come draft day charles cross will be sitting there at five and will be the player that they already know knows their system and will be the best pass blocker opposite of Andrew Thomas for Daniel Jones. Mm -hmm. So with the fifth overall pick, the Giants will be going Charles Cross. Regardless if Ikem Ikwanu or Evan Neal is still there, Cross will be their fifth pick. All right, so Alex was taking Charles Cross at five for the Giants. Now, Matt. Are you taking the same thing here if the board shakes out this way, or are you going somewhere else? Shockingly, I am 100% dead on with Alex on this one. All right, so you guys would both take Charles Cross um, if the board fell this way next Thursday. Yep. Team-wise, yeah, absolutely. Fair enough, fair enough. That means that we've got, uh, so far, our top five, Aiden Hutchinson, the edge rusher. Ahmad Gardner, the corner, Kayvon Thibodeau, the edge rusher, Ikki Ekwanu, the offensive tackle, and Charles Cross, the offensive tackle. Brings us to the sixth pick in the draft, which falls on me. Uh, this is the Carolina Panthers. Um, when it comes to next Thursday's draft, um, I think Carolina is making this pick. Um, I don't yeah, think that – I don't think that they're going to move. I think that they believe that the board for one through five is going to shake out in a way in their favor. Uh, obviously, there's no you know hundred percent you know guarantee of that, but that's just what I think. So I think I think Carolina is going to make this pick at six. Um, and let's face it, unless something drastically changes um, between tonight's show and Thursday when the draft happens, um, there is a, a glaring need. And, uh, you know, I don't think that they're going to pass on fixing this glaring need, knowing that they don't have a pick again until the fourth round. Um, and, yes, all three of us here on this show have stated how we do not believe that this is a year – um, for this necessarily to go <laughs> this direction, but the Panthers kind of don't have a choice. And because of the fact that they don't have a choice and honestly what I would do for them at, at six, um, knowing that they've got some good pieces pretty much everywhere on their team. Of course, they still have plenty of holes to fill, but um, I'm, I'm going to take 
Kenny Pickett here for the Carolina Panthers at number six. Wow. Yep. <laughs> I'm taking oh, Kenny Pickett. The Panthers, the Panthers don't have another pick until the fourth round. They can't afford to not take a quarterback. If they get Baker Mayfield or Kyler Murray in a trade before then, then obviously it doesn't matter. Um, but, you know, when Ben McAdoo is putting his foot in his mouth in press conferences saying that Sam Darnold is the starting quarterback, and then, you know, 30 seconds later saying that he shouldn't have said that, uh, Sam Darnold's not their starting quarterback. So I'm over, you, you would pick Pickett over Malik Willis? 100%. For their system? Yeah. I, I would. We're um, talking about Ben McAdoo's system. Yeah, I, I would. Um, I see. I see Malik Willis uh, being the more talented quarterback. Um, Carolina just needs someone to be able to get the ball in the hands of Christian McCaffrey and DJ Moore. Um, so I'm taking okay. Kenny Pickett for Carolina here. Wow. I think the owner is going to have I a lot not, of say I, in that. I, I figured you would take a quarterback. I did not think it was going to be Pickett, though. I mean, I, I like Willis as the better prospect, but I'm picking I'm taking Kenny Pickett here at six. Uh, to Carolina. So what that means wow. now is Matt is on the clock with the seventh pick, which is the New York Giants' second pick. Um, so Matt, the question is: Are the Giants picking here at seven on Thursday? Alex said that they're picking at five. Are they also picking at seven? I think they're picking at seven, but if they don't make a pick, if they don't make one of these picks, it would be five. You think that if they don't, if they trade out, they're trading out of five? Yes. Okay, fair enough. Well, with that being said, then, who are you picking for the Giants at seven? They've already got Charles Cross at tackle. Alex may not like this one, but sorry. I got to do it. Okay. I mean, you you do your. This is what you would take. Give me another bulldog on that defense. Give me Trayvon Walker. All right, so oh, edge rusher, oh, edge rusher Trayvon Walker. There, I knew he would hate that pick. <laughs> Going at seven, so the Giants get Charles Cross and Trayvon Walker. Obviously, by Alex's reaction, Alex, you have a a different pick you'd make here. Yeah, if if the draft board falls the way it's sitting right now, yeah, I would take Derek Stingley. You would take Stingley at corner, okay? We, we know, we know, Bradbury is not going to be there come draft time next week. Like we already know that. That's a fact. Shane has already said that they're entertaining. They've already received trade offers. So to them, it's just a matter of when, not if they're moving him. You need to put somebody in that position and getting Stingley on a rookie contract, who's arguably the second best. Some people would say the best cornerback in the draft would be who I would take there. Yep. Now, no. is it is it a waste? Is it a waste if uh, like? No, no doubling up, taking Charles Cross and Evan Neal. I, I don't. I would rather them take two offensive tackles than take the cornerback at seven. Okay, fair enough. Well, you if made your pick, and you corner, got they're the, not a corner. If the Giants were a little bit better, I mean, obviously they wouldn't have this pick, but if they somehow were a little better and only like a corner away from having a solid defense, yeah. Well, I get that, but you got to think they also lost Peppers, so we don't really have a safety back there. Julian Love ain't shit. Uh, but I'd rather them build. We got McKinney. I mean, we got we got Trenton McKinney. He might be all right, but like, well, you lost Logan Ryan and Peppers. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like you, <laughs> Xavier Look, McKinney and Julian Love at our at our safety position. Like we, mm, I'm saying. I'm not saying they don't need it. I'm just saying they're not that away from having like an elite defense. If they were, I'd be all for it because I like Stingley. All right, fair and enough. Build that trend. The official pick is Trayvon Walker to, to pair up with Aziz Ojolari. Yeah, and uh, and yeah. Uh, that's and, the oh, Dex Lawrence is back there too. Yep, that's the that's the official that's the official pick. So you got Cross at five and Walker at seven. That brings us to Alex. You've got the eighth pick. That's the Atlanta Falcons. Do you think the Falcons are making this pick? Yeah, I do. All right, then uh, who are you taking here in our mock draft at eight to Atlanta? Shit, man. Um, I mean, the obvious hole that they have on their roster now is no quarterback. 
It was yeah, a Mar- Mariota slated to be the starter. Right. I'm a little torn here because they, they went out and got Mariota, and there's no word out of their camp that he's not their starter. Right. You know, like a couple other teams, like, you know, the Colts aren't really sure. Well, the Colts got Matt Ryan, so they're good. But, like, the Browns have who they have. Detroit, nobody really knows what's going to happen with them. San Francisco is saying that, you know, Trey Lance is going to be their starter. Seattle might need a quarterback. Um, I don't personally like making this pick. Oh, boy. Here we go. Uh, Fuck it. We're in a rebuild. I need to stir up my defense. I'm going to take Stingley here. All right, so you've got Stingley going to Atlanta at eight yeah. to pair up with AJ Terrell. I think corner. they're going to suck bad enough to just not to not do it. All right, so Stingley at eight, the second corner off the board, the second corner in the top ten. Um, now I do need to. I'm going to let the audience know right now. Mm-hmm. I think they're if he's there, I think their peak their pick will be Malik Willis. But if it was me, I wouldn't do it because there's a better quarterback class. And there's still a couple quarterbacks on the market that are available right now. So fair enough. All right. Well, your pick is in for Atlanta and our mock. You've got yeah. them taking Derek Stingley, which brings us to pick number nine, Seattle Seahawks. Uh, it is my turn. Um, if it if it rolls this way, I don't think Seattle is going to have um, any question about making this pick. Um, yeah. So I'm going to make this very short and sweet. I'm. I think that they'll pick at nine. I think Seattle will pick at nine um, on Thursday. And my pick for our mock draft is Evan Neal. Nice. I'll take the offensive tackle. I mean, they've got they've had issues with the offensive line for years, which is why Russ is wanted out. They get their foundational left tackle at nine. Um, that would be a huge win for the Seahawks. So that's and and they're trying to they're trying to once they get the contract details worked out, they got for whatever reason they're happy with Geno. So yeah, we'll see. But this is this would be a great pick if if the falls this way, easy pick for me. Uh, so now Matt, you're back on the clock. You get to make the uh, pick, the second pick for the New York Jets. Uh, you actually get to make both of the Jets picks the way it fell because you you picked Icky for them. Um, so you've got the 10th pick, Matt. Are the, are the Jets making this 10th pick on Thursday? Probably. Cause if they don't, it would be four they give up. You think they would give up four and, and stick with 10? I think if teams can do it, that's what they're going to do. They're going to keep their second first pick and get rid of the first. Yeah. No, you're crazy. Or Jets could be crazy. Get exactly who they want at four. Depending on who it is, could be something crazy and wild. It's the Jets. Yeah, Guy, trade, come on, and trade ten back and get rid of ten. So maybe. Oh, dude. Well, who are you? Who are you picking for them with this pick at ten? Shockingly, yeah. I am actually going to go uh, Kyle Hamilton. Give them the safety, okay? They need safety help. They do. I personally don't think he's. A top 10, but I think the way this is stacked out, need, I think they'd know. go over maybe, like, I know they definitely need somebody to sack the quarterback. They need somebody to catch the damn balls, what they need. That too. <laughs> uh, it could very well be Garrett Wilson, or very well could be Drake London. I mean, there's a lot of different ways they can go with it. Yep. Or it could be Jameson Williams. I stay still, stick defense, you know me, I'm going to go defense all day. So, give me safety. Right. Crazy. Fair enough. All right, so you've got Kyle Hamilton going to the Jets. You secondary, Alex. Like, get out of here. It's like your favorite position group. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with that. Now, Alex is back on the clock. He's got the 11th pick, which is the Washington Commanders. Alex, do you think Washington is making this pick at 11? Um, yes, but only out of necessity. Okay, well, with that being said, uh, the way that our mock is going, who are you picking at 11 to Washington? Uh, so I, I'm not listen. I, I, ugh, I, I don't like picking for them. I, I hate them. I hate them very much. Yeah. 
Um... <laughs> Thank you. I can't. I can't. I don't want this to underscore. I absolutely hate them. Um, I don't know why you hate. I, I don't get it. I mean, really, it's a division team, but still, like, well, I mean, that's all the reason he needs. Yeah, it's the Commanders. Like, they're no. I, I think they stick and make the pick here. Um, I, yeah. I don't see them trading back for it just because there's still a lot of capital up at this position group. There's a couple holes that they need to fill out. Uh, their defense was a little bit questionable, but I don't think that they go the defensive position. Um, I, I think people will think this is a reach, but I also think that he's a top talent at the interior offensive line. Yeah. And because he's available and because Carson Wentz is going to need somebody to get him the ball. Yep. I'm going to go ahead and take Linderbaum here. All right. You got Tyler Linderbaum going to Washington. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. All right. And I think, remember I said, you're not hearing too much news out of the NFC East right now, which is strange for having so many picks in the first round this year. Yeah. But a lot, I think a lot of people forgot that they went and got Carson Wentz. So they're not going to invest in that position again. They put too much capital into him. Yeah. Well, you got to think, dude. Commander's got Carson Wentz, so we know they're going with him. We know the Giants aren't going to go and jump at a quarterback right now because it really just doesn't make sense. Right. Clearly, the Cowboys are going to be with Dak. And obviously, Eagles are going to try out the Hurts experiment. So, like, really – it kind of makes sense that there, it's kind of quiet because they're, I don't think any of these teams are going to make really sexy picks. I think a lot of them are going to make sound picks, and it's going to make the division really tight. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, that's nothing new. So we've got Linderbaum going to Washington at 11. That brings us to the 12th pick. It's the Vikings. Um, I have this pick. I think that with the way that our board has um, – gone or our draft has gone so far this would not be um so i think and i think next thursday the vikings are making this pick at 12 um if the vikings got uh the board to fall this way i think that they would trade out of 12 um but with that being said with the way that our draft is going right now uh the most sound pick i'm gonna make for them um it seems like they've been trying to hit on this position forever i'm gonna take uh trent mcduffie the corner out of washington to go to the minnesota vikings over Loftus, interesting yeah yeah i think that there's a greater need for their secondary patrick peterson xavier rhodes guys that are no longer there or old pastor prime need to they haven't really gotten um the best out of some of their um their first round picks at corner in the past um so i think that they're going to give it another go um you know jeff gladney first round pick out of tcu at corner he's been you know in and out very inconsistent that you can go down the list so i'm taking trent mcduffie here at corner uh for minnesota at 12. so that means uh we've got pick number 13 it's the houston texans second pick Matt, you're making this pick this time. Uh, we went with Kayvon Thibodeau at three for the Texans. Uh, do you think the Texans are making this pick next Thursday? If it's this way, I, I, I don't know. It's kind of, I think, hard to tell depending on how things stack out. Okay. Um, well, who are you picking with? Yeah, I, I think they're going to stay at 13. I don't think that there's going to be anybody really moving it. I don't know that they will. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, I'm going to probably throw a little bit of a shocking one out. Cause it's probably That's fair. Not... I mean, it's the first round. There's going to be shocks. It's probably not the greatest need, but it's definitely a need. All right. And, uh, yeah, we're going to stick it. I was thinking this originally. I'm going to stick with it. I'm going Drake London. All right, Drake London, wide receiver out of USC, 13 to the Houston Texans. Give Davis Mills a a, a true uh, weapon. Um, I mean, they, they've got Brandon Cooks, but oh. Lord knows they could use more, right? He's a bigger kid, so. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, they, Texans have a history of liking bigger receivers. So. Well, and let's face it, they need as much talent as possible. So. Yep, and I don't think it's a wild pick either, so. 
No, not at all. Fourteenth uh, pick is the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Alex, you are on the clock. Who are the Ravens? Um, well, I shouldn't say who because we're not predicting. But are they making this pick next week? And then who are you making? Uh, who are you taking right now? Um, I, I'm not sure. I can see them sitting here and taking them. Um, but I could also see them trading back a couple spots to like. The Saints, yeah, the Steelers. You know, um, sure. I, I see those two as as a potential trade partner to move up if it falls back this way. Um, so I, I I don't I'm not really sure. There's there's enough position group in in what their needs are this this season um, that they can afford to move back in the first round and not really lose too much value for the position. Yeah. Um. That being said, it might make a little bit more sense why I'm going with this guy. Um, obviously, they they can't they can score points. They can't throw touchdowns to save their life, but they can score points on the ground. They also can't stop people from scoring points on the ground. Yeah. Um, and because of that, I think that they go defensive line, and I okay. think they get one of the best defensive players in this draft, and they take Devontae Wyatt. All right, so you got him taking Devontae Wyatt out of Georgia there. Help I like both. listening. Georgia's got a lot of really good guys in, in this draft. I mean, there's plenty of them. Jordan Davis, Nicobe Dean, yeah. uh, Lewis, you know, Lewis Sign. There's plenty of guys out of Georgia that are, are going to be – they're going to go probably first round. But it's, it's not really – they don't have the positional group that they're going to need. I think Devontae Wyatt out of the Georgia defense that's coming out of this draft is probably the best defensive player they have. Yeah, um, and I think um, he yeah. well. Fair enough. Clearly, I, I I don't share your opinion. That's fine. <laughs> you don't have to share it. It's my pick. It's there me. you go. Mm-hmm. No. Speaking of uh, speaking of picks, I'm on the clock now. Uh, with the Eagles at 15. This is Who's the up? first first Eagles pick. Um, the way that the board is shaped up right now, I think um, I think Philly would be perfectly fine uh with the the names that are left and because of that i'm gonna make a pick where um there's not as much depth in this elite depth in this position as there is in another one and seeing as the eagles pick at 18 um as well they'll have a chance so i'm gonna go ahead here give the philadelphia eagles their Rangy middle linebacker. I'm going to take Devin Boyd at linebacker out of Utah. There you go. Okay. 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 So that puts uh, Matt on the clock at 16. The New Orleans Saints, Matt, are the Saints. Now they traded to get up to here. So I'm assuming that they're probably going to stay. Unless you think they package sixteen and nineteen to move up, what do you think happens here? I mean, they moved. They they moved to get here. I think they're gonna stick. Yeah. All right. So, what do you think the Saints do with this sixteenth pick? And then, who are you taking? What? Huh, what? What do you said, think they'll do? And who are you taking? Oh, I dude, I have no fucking clue what the Saints are gonna do. To be honest, I think they're super. I think they're one of the most wild card teams in the draft. Yeah. Like, could they go? Like you know, corral. I have no idea. Are they going to yeah. keeper? Possibly. I, I really think they're a wild card. I, I don't know. Um, for our draft. Yep. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Do it. Do what? Do it now. Do it. Well, what Alex is hinting at is they had an elite number one out of Ohio state for many, many years. Are you just going to draft his replacement out of the same school? Do it. I don't, I don't know if I want to. I mean, you don't have to, this is your pick. You just have to make it. Do it. Do it, Matt. Mm. Do it. Mm. All right. I'm going with this guy and I'm sticking. And I don't care. Okay. Cause I like him more than the other guy. Oh, so, fair enough. I get some hate on this one. What do you got? Give me a lave. 
All right, Chris Olave going 16 to the Saints, wide receiver out of Ohio State. I think a lot of Saints fans would be happy with that. I think a lot of Chargers fans would be pissed if that happens. I personally, they're not very different in size, so I, I like him better than Wilson. But All right, fair oh, enough. You got, you've got Olave going to the Saints, and let's face it, Michael Thomas is not the same Michael Thomas if he, if he even plays. Um, so That's um, for damn sure. You got to see. So Very disappointing. That, that puts Alex on the board. Pick 17 now. The Chargers. Uh, Alex, are the Chargers making this pick? And then who are you taking? So they're absolutely making this pick. Uh, I don't know why Matt's personal preference was Olave over over the other. Okay. Uh, um, I know a lot of people think Jamison Williams will be the one to go here, but a lot of people are forgetting that he tore his ACL two months ago. Yep, back in national, uh, back in the semifinals. Yep. Yeah. So I, I think he falls in value, not because he lacks the talent, but because there's a huge question mark there. ACL tears, if not, if not done correctly in in the repair process, could hinder him even further. Yep. Um, so with that being said, I think that they take the actual number one wide receiver out of Ohio State, and they get Garrett Wilson. All right. So you got them taking Dude, Garrett Wilson at seventeen. Oh, wide Why would they be picking a wide receiver? Why wouldn't they be picking a wide receiver? He's trying to give as, Herbert as, more weapons. As, as this draft has fallen the way it is, why would they not take the best wide receiver available over any other position group in the first round right now? Because you still got Trevor Penning available. What? Yeah, what? but I mean, if they're if they're trying to get, you know, as many playmakers to Herbert as possible, I mean, if Garrett Wilson's there at seventeen, I'm sure, I'm sure there's going to be some consideration. I mean, I'm just saying, it's not it's not out of the realm of it's possibility. It's not. It. I'm giving Alex a harder time for fun. I, it isn't a wild pick. I mean, I could see them picking receivers. So yeah, I just. I, I think you got to protect Herbert. He'll find ways to get the ball to guys. It doesn't matter who you pick. Yep. All right. I think so, they did enough in the offseason to shore up the O line. So, yeah, we will. We will see. Uh, yeah, their history. They need. They they need it. I mean, since it's your team, there, Steve-O, What are they doing? Um. Well. <laughs> What I want them to do and what they will do will always be two different things, except when they drafted Herbert because he fell into their lap. And the same thing with Derwin Derwin James when he fell into their lap. Um, We all know, well, and Rashawn Slater, but he also, every time that the Chargers do what I want them to do, it's because the obvious guy falls into their lap. It's not because Tom Telesco makes a genius pick. Now, um, with that being said, if they sit at 17, um, at least on my board that I have, there's four guys that I would love to be in consideration for the pick if they are there um, at 17. One of them being Jordan Davis, one of them being Trevor Penning, one of them being Chris Olave, and then the fourth one being if he somehow falls, I would love uh, Derek Stingley. But that. That's just four guys that I think would be great if if any of the four get to 17. Um, I'd be happy with any of those four. Obviously, there's more guys that I would like if um, if they do somehow fall. I think this might be one of the rare times where I'd be okay with Telesco um, trying to get two picks into the fir- in the first round and trading away next year's first. Um, because we don't have a second round pick. We don't pick again until pick 79 in the third round, depending on how the board falls. If they make a pick at 17 um, and there's guys that fall later in the first round, I would be all for Telesco getting back into the first round again and giving up next year's first. I think this team needs more, um, you know, elite talent right away to try to win right now and worry about next year, next year. But, um, if Garrett if Garrett Wilson's pick at seventeen, I'm going to be plenty happy um, because uh, there's no there's no um, there's no way you can say that the potential you know top wide receiver prospect going to going to you at seventeen is a is a bad pick. So we'll we'll see how it goes. Like I said, there's quite a bit that I would be okay with um, 
So we'll see. But Telesco's not going to probably get as lucky as he has in the past. He's going to have to uh, manufacture some some draft magic. But that's for next week. So we are just about – well, yeah, we're a little over halfway now. We're at pick 18, which falls on me, and I get the Eagles again. Um, and believe it or not – the way that this draft had, I think that Philly is going to stick and pick now because they've already made their trade. Um, and in this draft, I think the way that we've done this, I think there's a theme about to start developing here. We've had wide receiver at 16, wide receiver at 17. I'm giving the Eagles a wide receiver at 18. And I know that I know what Alex has said, but I think this is where the true value could come in for this guy and you're going to pair up Alabama teammates. I'm taking Jamison Williams. I, I think that um, the Philadelphia Eagles, I, I don't think teams down the road are going to want to have to cover both Devontae Smith and Jamison Williams. No, thanks for wishing that upon us. No, I mean, I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm just saying. So our little no. mini run of wide receivers at 16, 17 and 18 has started. Um, we are now at 19. Matt, you get, you get the Saints again. Oh, joy. <laughs> you yeah. gave him Chris Olave already. Where are you going with their 19th pick? Well, call me crazy. Yeah, Alex has. Yep. No, he never. used the word lunatic. I did. Was that the word <laughs> that he used? That's what he used in the text set. Because I am old school to a... Big degree. You are. Give me Trevor Penning. Trevor Penning, all right. They lose to Ron Armstead. They get an offensive tackle to replace him. Makes perfect sense. Um, I think that there's a lot of logic logic behind that. Alex. Throwing the ball, they need help. And they need to start rebuilding. So, yeah. Makes perfect sense. If Penning's there at 19 and they haven't already addressed offensive tackle, I mean, like I said, they lost to Ron Armstead. It makes perfect sense. Boom. Alex, with the way that our board, you have this next pick. It's the 20th pick. It's the Steelers. And the way that our mock draft has fallen, is this the perfect dream scenario for the Steelers? This They would probably, like, try to impregnate themselves if this, if this ever happened. All right. Well, with that being said, you get to make this pick. Well, I'm making it for them. Um, yep. I know that they just went and signed Mitch Trubinsky. Um, I think a lot of people are overlooking the cheap two-year deal that they signed him on. Um, I think that they did that on purpose uh, because if it doesn't pan out, then they have a viable backup next season when they start their rookie quarterback, well, single-season quarterback after this year. Um, And I think that they kind of shock everybody. I know they've done a lot of work on Matt Corral and Sam Howell um, but a lot, somebody that's kind of flying under the radar here and has huge upside, um, probably the best quarterback in this draft personally is Malik Willis. And if he falls to them at 20, instead of them trading up to 11 or 10, like I think they're going to do, yep. I think they take him here. All right. So you got Malik Willis going to Pittsburgh at 20. I think that's the ideal situation as well in the draft. Um, and like you said, the Steelers would be, doing freaking cartwheels to turn this pick in. Yeah, I mean, they're, they'd probably be the happiest people in the world. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, that brings us to pick 21, the Patriots. The Patriots are always a freaking wild card team um, when it comes to the draft. <laughs> that being said, though, um, they always seem to go a little, you know, off script or sometimes that, you know, they've got the Patriot way with their guys, their scheme versatility all that nonsense, and they pick kind of a um, a surpriser here. And I'm going to do the same thing. I think that there are definitely a couple of players that I really like for the way that they play defense. And, um, you know, they don't have Stephon Gilmore anymore, and they don't have J.C. Jackson anymore. Um, they love guys who can make – plays on the ball and get interceptions. Alex has seen this guy play plenty. Yep. I'm taking Kyrie Elam, the corner out of Florida. 
that's exactly what team. he that's exactly what he does. Um, and I think he's a great plug and play, um, great speed, good size, and then ball skills. Like I said, um, that that would be a that's, great pick. That's, that's a, a pick Belichick. That's a Belichick <laughs> move right there. Freaking yeah. team fit move. Like it's just, I agree. I I as much as I don't like giving Gators credit, you know, it's Gators. No, um, kid's talented. I like him. Um, I said uh, he was gonna be good. I'm pretty sure I had him, what, like third in the class, I think? You had him as your third corner. Yeah, like, I had him pretty high in the class, so it's a smart pick, Patriots. That that would – they would be, you know, maniacally grinning. Yeah, they absolutely would. Nobody's getting him anyway, so they'll be doing it. Fair enough. Now, this next pick, pick 22, this one falls on Matt. It's the first of two for the Packers. Um, I think that if the board shapes up this way, I think Green Bay will be pretty happy at this point. Um, Matt, who are you picking here? <sighs> I'm going to have to do it. <sighs> yeah, I, I see that. Actually, going to be honest, I did not expect to shape out this way, but hey, whatever. Well, uh, this is why this is why we do it because it kind of you know puts us puts us on our toes a little bit. Yeah, um, I'm going to stick with a position that we did a run on, and I think I'm going to go with Dotson. All right, so you're going to go with Jahan Dotson, wide receiver out of Penn State. I like that. I like that pick for them. I think that's a guy who, you know, Rogers a- is a short uh, by nature. He's a short passing game quarterback who likes to make quick reads, get the ball out quick. Um, Dotson can Dotson certainly get in space. He fits the mold in space. He's going to fit the mold in terms of just being physical, what the Packers like. Yeah. And well, as much let's as face I, it, Rodgers has got to throw the ball to fucking somebody. As much as I hate to give this guy this much credit, even though I don't completely hate him all the time, Rodgers does have an uncanny way of making guys better than the, they probably thought they would be at receiver. So – yeah, I mean, look at Valdez, Scantling, and Alan Lazard. Exactly. So. Terrible. Yeah. All right. Well, Alex, you get to um, you get to make the pick for the Cardinals, um, your cousin's uh, husband's team, even though he just retired. Twenty yep. third pick here. Who are you taking for the Cardinals? So I want to preface this by saying, if Kyler Murray is traded, they will not be picking here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a fact. They'll be they'll picking be, at like be, six. Yeah, they'll be picking up at the top somewhere. So, I mean, um, in all in all seriousness, though, they uh, it's weird because, dude, if he if they do this really late, quarterbacks could fall to this spot. It's possible. I doubt it, but it's possible. Sure. Yeah, I agree with that. But go ahead. Um, so yeah, just that's my that's my thought process on it. I don't I don't think that they'll be picking here. Um. But for the sake of our draft and where they are at and what they're picking on, um, I I don't know how this guy has fallen this far. Um, I think that they need to solidify the position just a little bit more. Um, their defense is terrible. It hasn't um, been good. I mean, it started out good when they were winning, but it all crumbled. Yeah. Um, just I I don't I don't know what happened. Um, and because of that, I. I I don't think they find somebody that can go and hit the quarterback. I think they take another defensive lineman to stop the run, which is what they were terrible at. Yeah. Um, and I think that this is where if he's here at 23 for them and they sit that they should take Jordan Davis. All right, Jordan Davis, that'd be good value there. Especially once you start getting into the twenties and beyond the draft for, you know, a run, a run dominant defensive lineman, uh, Jordan Davis there to the Cardinals which means we get to pick 24. It's the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Falls on me. They skip um, uh, I, um, I think the Cowboys will be making shitty. this pick. Um, and with that being said, with the way that our draft has gone, um, unfortunately, I think that this the position the Cowboys are in with the, with the board that is there, they would be thrilled with. Um, so – that Give being him a punter. Said, what's that? Give him a punter. Give him a punter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, if we were doing a gag one, I would. But that being said, um, 
they've got Demarcus Lawrence on one end. They lost Randy Gregory on the other. They prefer Micah Parsons to play off the ball and run all over the field to make plays and not have to pass rush so much. So with that being said, I'm going to pick Jermaine Johnson, the edge pass rusher out of Florida State, to the Cowboys. Wow. Which means we've got pick 25. It's the Bills. I'm sure Matt loves making picks for the Bills. Loves to circle the wagons. Matt, who are you picking for Buffalo at 25? Um, I know who I would take. <laughs> um, I actually know who I would make it um, at this pick as well with the way the board is, but it is Matt's pick. Yeah, the way the board is, I'm going Booth. Yeah, oh, Matt makes the pick I would have made. Andrew it's Booth Jr., make- the corner out of Clemson. Let's face it, the Bills need another corner opposite. Davius White. It just makes sense with the way this has fallen. Um, yep. They are a team that is like a corner away. You know, it's um, I agree. Sw- and yeah, good luck AFC East. So I think I think the Bills would. This might be one of the best player need scheme fit team picks if it falls this way. A hundred percent. Um, twenty six. Tennessee Titans, Alex, not one of your favorite teams, but you've got to make the pick for him here. Where are you going? Because they're shit ass quarterback. That's why. Yeah, no, I know. Well, you're probably not taking a QB here. Nope, not. You got to pick um, somebody else. Yeah, why? Um, you got you believe in Tannehill? No, but I'm not. I'm not going to take a, a. I mean, do, do you know what's left in this draft? Powell, Ritter, Corral. Are you serious? <laughs> Hell no. Um, you would do to Tennessee, though. No, I, yeah, I get it. I, I think they would. Um, shit, man, this is why they give them so much time in the first round. <laughs> yeah, what is it? Ten minutes now? Yeah. Um. Well, it's a little excessive, but still. Yeah, fair. I think ten minutes for round one is fine. Yeah, I, I think okay. So they got. I mean, Jesus, they've got. 26 picks in this draft or something like that, right? Who, the Titans? Yeah. No, they don't have that many picks. What? Are you t- what? Yeah. I don't think you're allowed to I don't think you're allowed to have more than 14. Yeah, I I, I don't They have the 26th pick. I know they have the 26. How many do they have? Dude, I don't know. I don't, I don't have know. that With pulled the way up. This but... draft has fallen. I wouldn't be making a move for any anybody else really in this draft. Um, I, I think positional wise, value wise, what's still sitting there, and, and it's obviously a position of need for them. I'm gonna go ahead and take Karloftis. All right, George Karloftis, edge rusher, pair him up opposite of Harold Landry. They've got Jeffrey Simmons on the inside. Give him another way to get to the quarterback, George Karloftis. So that means we've got pick 27, Tampa Bay Bucks, who have Tom Brady back. Um, that means the most important thing is to keep Tom Brady upright in the pocket. They lost one of their guards um, who retired. Um, another one got signed in free agency. They brought in Shaq Mason at guard who played with Brady in New England. Uh, they need the ne- they need the other guard spot. Makes my pick very easy here. I'm taking Kenyon Green, the offensive guard from Texas A&M. All right. Very simple, very straightforward team with a lot of talent, not a lot of holes, um, but they've got an offensive guard hole, and I think you can plug and play them right away. So they've had a, they've had good success with rookie offensive linemen. I'll, I'll roll that dice again. I'm taking Kenyon Green, which means, Matt, you get to make the Packers pick at 28 after already making their pick at 22. You gave them Jahan Dotson. Are you doubling down on wide receivers, or are you going somewhere else? I hope not. I mean, <sighs> I mean, honestly, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Eh, no, for no. what? Yes, it would be. Uh, yeah. Um, There's only one other wide receiver worth it. Yeah, but but I mean, why not? Mm. Mm. 
mean, if you're, um, green, if you're Green Bay, you don't want the Chiefs to get him. That's true. That is legitimately the only reason why I'm probably going to make this pick. Go for it. Surely because of the Chiefs. Other than that, no. Um, yeah, screw it. Let's double down. Let's do it. Give me Traylon Burks. Yeah, Traylon Burks at 28. I think Green Bay would be – I think Green Bay would be thrilled. I mean, I know it's two work, rookie wide receivers, but we've seen wide receivers come into the league and be and be able to play. And I think if Rodgers is throwing to these guys, he's going he's gonna to teach him a thing or two on how to get open. Jahan Dotson and Traylon Burks for Green Bay at 22 and 28. I, I think that Packer fans – uh, would be would be okay with that. I mean, they like we've talked about on the show before. There's literally nobody to throw the ball to. So, Alex, you, you get to you get to make pick twenty nine, the first of two for the Chiefs. Where are you going? Would you hold on? Who'd you pick for the Bucks? Kenyon Green, the guard hey, out of hey, Texas A and M. You're good. You're good. No, no, no. Yep. Alex has got this pick though. Pick twenty nine with the Chiefs. Yep. I think it's somebody that's overlooked. I don't know why he's overlooked. Uh, maybe it's because he has a he had you know injury history, whatever the case may be. I mean, he, he tore his he tore his ACL in the in the in the SEC championship game. Yeah. Uh, before that, though, he was almost a hundred catches and eleven hundred yards and in a couple of scores. Um, I, I think he's a safe bet. I, I think he needs to be the pick. I'm surprised he wasn't the pick that you just made, Matt. Um, but because he's sitting there and the Chiefs need to solidify this position just a little bit more, I am going to take John Mechie. All right, John Mechie going to the Chiefs at pick number 29. I knew we'd have a lot of wide receivers in round one, which means Alex's, Alex gave the Chiefs wide receiver at 29. I get to make the next pick for the Chiefs at 30. I'm going to give him a punter. Fuck him. Um, <laughs> now, I think, um, you know, They've lost Tyron Matthew at safety. They lost Shavarius Ward at corner. So I think the obvious pick is to um, beef up the secondary. I'm going to give them a guy that can kind of play safety, slot corner, um, kind of a jack-of-all-trades. I'm going to give them uh, Dax Hill, the safety out of Michigan. Okay. Okay. Which means my picks for the mock draft are now officially done. Matt, you get to make the pick at 31 for the Bengals. Who you got the defending AFC champions taking? Wait, who did you say? I said Daxton Hill, the safety out of Michigan. Um, We're going another Georgia boy. All right. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. The has fallen. That's good value at this pick if you go there. Uh, Lewisine. All right, Lewisine, the safety out of Georgia. Going to the Bengals at 31. Pair him up with uh, Jesse Bates, who they just franchised. Which means Alex gets to make the last pick of our mock draft to put a bow on this thing. He's got the... Motor City, Dan Campbell, Detroit Lions at pick 32. Alex, the second overall pick, you took Sauce Gardner. Where are you going 30 picks later for the Lions? Makes no sense why this man is still available. (laughs) None. Had two pick sixes last year. Two sacks and five pressures against Clemson. Yeah. Five foot 11. Not that tall for a linebacker, but he's young. He weighs 230 pounds, and he is quick. Go ahead and give me N'Kobe Dean. Yeah. Yeah. He would would instantly be the leader right in the middle of that defense. I mean, just a pure sideline to sideline playmaker. So, N'Kobe Dean rounds it out. So. That means that us schmucks, we just went ahead and we did our one and only mock draft. This is how it went. Matt had the first pick with the Jaguars. He took Aiden Hutchinson. Alex with the second pick. The Detroit Lions select Ahmad Sauce Gardner. 
I had the third pick for the Houston Texans. I took Kayvon Thibodeau with the fourth pick. Matt took Iki Ikwanu for the Jets. Alex with the fifth pick for the Giants took offensive tackle Charles Cross. I had the sixth pick for the Carolina Panthers. Gave them Kenny Pickett at quarterback. They don't believe in Sam Darnold. They just don't want to admit it. Seventh pick was the Giants. They took Trayvon Walker as um, they got an offensive tackle and then a pass rusher from you guys. Eighth pick, Alex made here with the Falcons. Derek Stingley Jr., the corner out of LSU. I had the ninth pick with I for Seattle, took Evan Neal at tackle. Matt got the draft for the Jets again. He took safety Kyle Hamilton to help out in the secondary. Alex had the Washington pick at 11. He took center Tyler Linderbaum from Iowa. I had the 12th pick for Minnesota. We selected Trent McDuffie, the corner out of Washington. The 13th pick went to Matt. He gave the Houston Texans some offensive talent with wide receiver Drake London. Alex had the 14th pick for the Ravens, giving them interior defensive line help against the run. Devontae Wyatt out of Georgia. I had the Eagles 15th pick. I took middle linebacker Devin Lloyd. Matt had the Saints at 16. Wide receiver Chris Olave. Michael Thomas. Alex took his teammate at 17 for the Chargers, Garrett Wilson at wide receiver. At pick 18, I had the other Eagles pick, and the wide receiver run continues. I took wide receiver Jamison Williams at 18. Matt had the other Saints pick as well with offensive tackle Trevor Penning going 19. Alex had the Steelers at 20, and the pick fell right into his lap. He took quarterback Malik Willis. Pick 21, the Patriots I had took Kyer Elam, the corner out of Florida. Matt had both Packer picks. The first one here at 22, he took wide receiver Jahan Dotson out of Penn State. Alex had his relatives pick for the Cardinals at 23, gave them Jordan Davis, another Georgia defensive lineman. 24th pick, I had the Cowboys. I was tempted to take a punter. Instead, I took Jermaine Johnson, the edge rusher out of FSU. Matt, with the 25th pick, had the Bills. Um, He made probably one of the best picks in our mock draft in terms of positional need and value. He got Andrew Booth, the corner out of Clemson. Alex with the 26th pick. Once again, great value. George Karloftis, he took the edge out of Purdue. 27th pick, I had the Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking Kenyon Green, the offensive guard out of Texas A&M. The 28th pick was the second one for the Packers, second one for Matty, doubled down. Wide receiver Traylon Burke, so two wide receivers for Aaron Rodgers. Alex had the 29th pick, which belonged to the Chiefs. He took wide receiver John Mechie. I had the 30th pick, which also belonged to the Chiefs, selecting safety Dax Hill out of Michigan. Alex then made that pick, or Matt made the pick at 31 for the Bengals, taking safety Lewis Seen. And Alex put the bow on the draft by making his second Detroit Lions selection, taking Georgia middle linebacker, N'Kobe Dean. So that is our mock draft. Um, any Anybody that you guys are surprised did not get drafted in our mock draft? Um. Um. All right, Alex, you got anybody? You got anything? I don't really have anybody that I'm surprised didn't go first round. But I think everybody we have is is a very high potential of going first round. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, I think there's maybe the only person I could possibly think of that I think one team is going to take a shot at. I know it's maybe a little. Nah. You know what? No, they're not. <laughs> I lied. I was like, I'm like thinking about. It, I'm like, there's very rarely is there a tight end that doesn't go in the first round. I just I don't see it happening. I want it to because I love tight ends, but uh, nah, I don't think anybody's gonna reach that high on any of these guys. Yep, yeah, I don't. I don't have a tight end going in my first round. Uh, 
No. Either. Um, the only one that possibly, uh, maybe. I think there could be one team that gets a little ballsy and tries to take like Walker, but I don't think he's that big of a grab in the first round. So it's like tight end and running back is kind of odd to see none. Yeah, but it's certainly possible. But, I mean, the way this draft, this is a weird draft. It, it's, yeah. I'm not surprised by any by anybody yeah. uh, in our first round, if I'm being honest. It's, yeah, there's really nothing. I mean, team needs are, this could be a draft of a lot of team needs that we get less sexy picks than we think. I, I don't know. Yeah, I I think that when Predict the Pick comes next week on the show, I think <laughs> a lot of these guys in some combination we are going to have. Uh, I would probably say yes, because it's about the only first-round talent. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple of other guys that we did not pick that I I could see if a team gets aggressive or maybe there's a reach or two. But for the most part, I think that we're going to be using a lot of these guys' names on predict the pick. So I would be a little surprised, honestly, if Hal doesn't go in the first round. Yeah, That's okay. Guy I'm a little surprised. I think he does have – talent enough to translate to the NFL and I always think that quarterback is a need that there's going to be more than just what would we have two we had two yep yeah I even as weak of a class as it is I, I would be surprised even Corral to be honest I, something tells me something tells me Seattle goes Corral uh, honestly I don't know where well maybe, maybe at nine maybe they trade back I, I think I think they go Corral. That's going to be one of my big predictions. Well, you'll have to predict where, though. Yeah. Uh, That's going to be the tougher uh, part, but we'll see. That that show I'm excited for. Um, the way that it'll work next week, predict the pick in case you haven't been around for it. Um, all three of us, we each will just name the player that we think is going in that draft slot. We don't yep. it doesn't matter who the team is. We're not predicting the team making the pick. We're just predicting the player that we think will go. Um, the order that we're going to do it is going to be a little different. Um, Alex is the two-time defending champ, so he will make all of his predictions last. Matt, yeah. you'll Matt will go first, I'll go second, and um, then Alex will make his prediction. That's fine. Good punk. Yeah. So that's how we will do it. It's going to be uh, a great episode. I, of course, will be recording all of it because then the next day I bring it to the draft and we watch it unfold in uh, in front of our eyes. So we will see um, if Alex three-peats and has to uh, settle for another prize courtesy of Matt and myself or if one of us dethrones him finally so that will be next week's show predict the pick obviously probably our favorite one or one of our favorite ones that we do all year so looking forward to that we've got a, you know still homework to do we still got you know things to consider and everything like that um, but we will be here next week for that show so for myself and Alex and Matt been another edition of pound the pigskin where it's all football all the time and we will see you next week